Hello and welcome to the ETOF21 Sports Podcast for March 8th. How is everybody doing? My name is Eric. I am the man behind ETOF21 Sports. You can find my work at ETOF21 Sports on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, and for fantasy football and daily sports takes at, on Instagram at ETOF21 Sports underscore fantasy. How's everyone doing? Great week of college basketball starting up. We are officially March Madness time with the conference tournaments. And boy, cash that Michigan State plus 327. And plus the points. Unfortunately, we did not get Drake across the line. It was a nice little sports weekend. Um, a couple things that stood out for me, just like we do on every Monday, we react to the weekend. The first thing is all these rumors coming out about the Bears and them having everything on the table for Wilson and Watts. Watson, excuse me. And it's important to understand why. The Bears got a new president, and in here in Chicago, that's where I live, Chicago, the Bears fans want Pace and Nagy. They want, they want them gone because, let's face it, they were brought in, and for all the hype, they haven't lived up, and they whiffed on drafts, and Nagy's play calling is awful. He doesn't put players in a position to succeed and whatnot. But they hired a new team president, the beginning of last season, and or excuse me, the middle of last season, he's going to kind of be, they want him to have the say. They want him to put his guys in. They want him to take a year to evaluate Nagy and Pace. And the reason why the Bears are going all in is because Pace, who is in charge of player personnel, and Nagy, who's the head coach, if they don't produce this year, those guys suck. They're gone. They're gone. So that's why the Bears are making the push for Wilson and Watson to try and keep their jobs. And that's why they're going to overpay for the guys if it does happen. Do I think it will happen? No. Unless it's an absurd offer. Absolutely absurd offer. I don't think the Seahawks are going to trade Wilson at all. In terms of Watson, I really think Watson's going to end up in Miami because Miami does have the best trade package. Speaking of the Dolphins, I was on Twitter and a local radio station put out a trade where Watson comes in and they shift Xavier Rhodes and a couple picks to the Texans for Watson. Xavier Rhodes, excuse me, Xavier Howard to the Texans and then the Dolphins shift Tua for a first-round pick to the Patriots. And it's just kind of funny to me. Like, everyone, I, I've been against Tua from the get-go. I was on here. I laid down Tua's inefficiencies and, hey, this is why he's not going to make it in the NFL. And it's kind of crazy, all these quote-unquote experts, Cowherd, everybody at ESPN, they were at an NFL Network to attempt his prospects. Well, I mean, I hate to break it to you guys. He was a misprospect. And for the Dolphins to think they can get a first-round pick from him is just astronomical. I mean, I wouldn't even trade a fourth-round pick for Tua right now. Tua has many holes in his game. But back to my original point, that's kind of why the Bears are in desperation mode. Pace and Nagy are trying to save their job. And they're trying to extend their careers. So that's why they're willing to overpay for those two guys and Wilson and Watson. Because 
the rumors are those offers that they're offering for either one of the two are just are pretty loaded. Um, but again, I don't think Seattle's going to trade him because I think Seattle knows that if they trade Wilson, everything is gone for them and they'll be completely stirred over. And I'm hearing the Texans, you call the GM, he doesn't even pick up. It just goes right to voicemail. He doesn't even return your phone call. The NBA All-Star game was yesterday. For those that are wondering, I'm not going to be on Geno this week just because there really is nothing to talk about in terms of the NBA unless there's some Mondo stories that break or anything. I will not be on Geno this week to talk NBA. Thoughts on the All-Star game? Obviously, the big news is Simmons and Embiid contract tracing for COVID-19, and that's why I felt that the All-Star game should not have happened just because the NBA season, be with all the precautions they're taking, it's been going great. And for them to put the players in risk wasn't the smartest idea, but let's face it, money makes the world go round. We need to realize how much money Turner, a.k.a. TNT, lost. They lost March Madness. They lost the NBA playoffs at the, end, at the beginning of the summer. And all that adds up. And TNT needed this to happen, Turner Sports. So that's why... It happened. It was pure money grab. Obviously, Team LeBron killed him. Giannis Antetokounmpo won the MVP, perfect from the field. Steph Curry, three-point champion. That last shot was insane. That last shot at the end of the first round, the the basket, the net didn't even move. I mean, it is insane how good of a shooter he is. Dunk contest, we are able to catch Simmons 400. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't... You know, the whole thing, I'm not going to lie, I stopped watching after the dunk contest. But it just, I don't know. Maybe it's a lack of fans, maybe, you know, whatever. But the whole thing just wasn't the same. My girl Shay, who's been, who's a friend of the show, she went down there. She said she had a blast. According to her Instagram, looked at her with a blast. So it's good to see that the fans that went there were had a good time. But um, I just... Again, I, I don't think that it should have happened. Um, so, speaking of that, I am dying to go to a sporting event. Arlington should be is opening up at the end of April. Bucks games, I mean, I don't think I'm going to be going to a Bucks games. I used to have season tickets, and I was 15 rows up behind the basket. Tickets came out to like 58 per Due to the limited seating capacity, they want two fifty three purse. So I'm like, eh, I'm not going to be spending two hundred fifty three dollars to go see a basketball game. But that's just me. Maybe other people will, but that's just me. But yeah, I definitely am missing the live sporting events. Also, AEW had their big uh, pay per view yesterday. Big Show, aka Paul Wright, said that there'd be a Hall of Fame level. Superstar debuting. Rumors were one running wild. Will be CM Punk, Brock Laster. Ended up to be Christian Cage. Um, one of the guys I follow on Twitter sent me a message and said, Hey, I'm hearing it's Christian Cage. So was it a letdown? I mean, I really think people were expecting CM Punk or Brock Lesnar, one of the quote unquote big names, especially after WWE had pulled all Brock Lesnar's merchandise off of their website. But it was Christian Cage. And it's kind of. It doesn't make sense to me with WWE having Edge win the Royal Rumble to get a shot at Roman Reigns. 
and Christian appearing. They teased at a little reunion. Why not sign Christian, have Christian and Edge take on Uso and Reigns at Fastlane to be the lead-in to WrestleMania? The whole thing just doesn't make sense to me and comes back to like the main issue WWE has and why it's losing fans is it's just kind of lack of planning and why people tend to go to AEW more because it's just different. People are watching AEW not because necessarily because it's a better product. Don't get me wrong. Some nights it is. Last night it definitely wasn't a better product than WWE. But they're watching it because it is different. It's something where you can... You, it's just a different product and that's why. And speaking of that, it doesn't take a rocket scientist when you hear the Inner Circle interview where Chris Jericho is going to be kicked out and MJF is going to take over as the new head of the inter circle. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that is what's around the corner. Will Jericho join Sammy or will he go on hiatus with his music? I don't know. Who knows? Let's be honest. Who freaking knows? Another big thing from the weekend, Blake Griffin signed with the Nets, he was obviously bought out by the Pistons. And here's the thing. Everyone's like, oh, my God, they got Blake Griffin. They're making a run. Are they? If you really think Blake Griffin is the missing piece of the Nets and is going to push the Nets over the top, you obviously have not been watching any Pistons basketball. Blake Griffin is a shell of a former self. Don't get me wrong. What he did a couple years ago, basically carrying the franchise to the playoffs is insane. Great effort, great season, but Father Time's undefeated. He just has too many wear and tear on his body, especially his knees. He can't spring, he can't jump. Could he be a little spark plug off the bench? Yeah, but when you used to be the king of the castle and because your body is falling apart, you have to be relegated to a lesser role in an NBA offense, that's really hard for a player, especially a superstar player, to take a look and accept. Now, is Blake going to be able to accept that? I don't know. This is pure on Blake. Is he going to be able to accept it? If he's able to accept it and understand, hey, I'm going to go out there, I'm going to play 10 to 12 a day, try to get seven points, six points, then yeah, he's fine. But to think he's going to go in and start, yeah, no, he's not. That's that's not it. Total liability on defense will be attacked. And let's face it, when you got Kyrie, you can't check. Harden, who, I mean, I, I think he's having a great season, but... Is he going to be locked in on the defense? Durant can check. And DeAndre Jordan, you can't have Blake on there and expect him to help on the defensive end just because he doesn't have any lateral quickness to stay in front of anybody. Also over the weekend, Kyle Larson won a race for Hendrick Sports. And here's the thing. I, to me, I really, I'm not a Larson guy. After what happened last year and the fact he did what he did pretty much sums up to me what type of person Kyle Larson is. And I really don't think I would want him on my racing team. So I'm not a Kyle Larson fan. Good for him for winning it. Good for Hendrick Sports. But it was up to me. I don't think he should be running because I think I'm just not a Kyle Larson guy. Well, that's it. You know, again, always Monday is a quick little recap. Next Monday's show will be a little bit longer because I'll be diving into the brackets, giving my initial thoughts and everything for the NCAA tournament. So next week's show will be a little bit longer. Also, thank you for Brandon from On the on the Post Boston Sports for coming on this past Saturday's show. He gave out Kyle Larson. He said Larson was going to win, hit all the fade Bubba 
head-to-head -head props. So overall profit, if you listen to our last show with Brandon and I's plays, thanks for him for coming on. He'll be back on this Saturday. Stay safe, stay well, and I will see you guys on Saturday. For those of you that are in Vegas, wish I was there with you.